Cinephiles Attack, a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship. I'm Josh, here with... Mella. Lacey. And Rasha. Real quick, everybody, you know the drill. It's draft day, so I'm going to keep this brief. Like and review us, or else. Or else what? Or else. Food. And if you're so inclined, if you are financially able, it would mean the world to us if your support could extend past liking and reviewing, because I know you've already done that, you could go to buymeacoffee.com slash WCA. If you're so inclined, that would be great. We'd be forever grateful. Otherwise, knock your block off. Josh. Hey, guys. So real quick, before we get too far into this, I regret to inform everyone here that after our last draft, we received multiple requests to bring Sam back. And I'm here! <laughs> <laughs> so Sam is back for another draft. Yay! Not only that, but he also won the last draft, so he had to come back. So there was no option. So I fought my way in. Now, are we doing the draft thing, the power thing, like we did with Mel? Yeah, he has the last. He has the last power. I think we gotta. That sucks. What was my power? I don't remember. I didn't prepare for it because I was the host, and I was hoping I could just let it slip on by. Then why did you bring it up? Because Rashawn said he won, so he had to come back. So I had to address that. That immediately became the elephant in the room. I don't remember. Are we eliminating the option that Mel used? Yes, he has the final power which is to draft a single choice for one host. Okay, so, Sam, at any point, I'm the host, so you're gonna, it's going to be on my rules. At any point in this draft, before someone makes their pick on their turn, if you say bazinga Ooh. into the microphone, you will get to make that pick for them. What kind of Big Bang Theory quote is that? He's a huge fan. He's Sa- huge. Do you fan. not know how much Sam likes the Big Bang Theory? I think the only time I've watched the Big Bang Theory was on some flight somewhere, and it was the only thing playing on the little tiny television screen. <laughs> Stuck. Your remote wasn't working. Yeah. You're like, please, please. It's like frozen. On- <laughs> Fine. So, Sam, you don't have to say Bazinga. Well, I'm going to say Bazinga. In front of anybody's pick, any round. Before they announce what they're picking, okay, or what category they're picking, you have to do it like right away. But this is just for one person only. Okay. Okay. One person, one pick. Copy. Deal. Savvy. Good. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that that's out of the way, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the summer blockbuster draft. Win or lose, we're gonna walk out of the stadium tonight with our heads held high. We're the shit, the best. 
in the biggest battle of our professional lives. We have fun, we work hard, and we win national championships. All comes down to today. All right, ladies, buckle up. It's showtime. If you survive. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! What is a summer broadcaster? Rashawn, I'm going to ask you first. What are some key ingredients to a summer blockbuster for you? To my summer blockbuster? Like, what do I go see in the summertime? Yeah, for you, because this is all about... Yeah. Um, I need a little blood, a little guts, a little horror. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, it, it needs to feel like an event. Mm-hmm whatever the genre mm-hmm. or the the premise is it needs to feel like you're you're getting all the gals together and you're going to see this big thing that's yeah perfect thank you um i'm not going to ask anybody anything any anybody anything else because i didn't think of anything <laughs> rashawn always asks us something so i wanted to ask him something <laughs> so thank you for that that's perfect <laughs> that's perfect rashawn that actually leads me into my next discussion um not discussion. This is a one-sided uh, topic. I'm just going to do the talking. Uh, I want to remind all of our hosts and our draft participants before we begin that a summer blockbuster, just because it's my episode and I'm hosting, doesn't mean it's got to be action. Summer blockbuster. Barbie's going to be a summer blockbuster. You know what I mean? Period. Mm-hmm. Just take that consideration. If you want to make any last-minute changes to your draft board, now would be the time to do it. Oh, it's too late for that. Yep, we're locked in. I'm all in. (laughs) I'm only writing one pitch. You know? Oh, I have another question. Mel. Yep. What's your favorite summer blockbuster? Ooh, I don't know right now. I don't. I can't like think of a. Wait, hold on. Mm -hmm. Take your time. No one's speaking. Yeah, they could take like five more minutes. I'm trying to think of something that recently. Dune? Dune, definitely. Mm-hmm. Can I answer for you? That's your favorite? I'm fucking kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> Rochelle, what do you think Mel's favorite summer block? If this counts, I think it came out in the summer. I don't know. But I would say Bridesmaids is... Okay, that's, I, yeah. that's what I was going to say. But I was like, is it a summertime? I don't remember it coming out. I, I don't remember either. I'll buy some more time, Rashawn. I think, to me, a summer blockbuster really... Obviously, awards are great, but it feels like summer blockbuster's main intent is to entertain and make money. Yeah. I think that's where the line between summer blockbusters and your, you know, any other movie comes. And obviously, there's movies like that that come out other times. Mm-hmm. But summer blockbusters are really the four-quadrant movies. They're trying to get every member of the family in there through, you know, humor or action or romance, whatever it may be. It's it's a movie that the whole family is supposed to go to on summer vacation, you know? Yeah. Which is, for me, I felt like growing up, the movie theater in my town only had those. Oh, yeah. Same. So, like, yeah. we didn't get a lot of, like, the indie flicks. Not a one. It was only blockbusters. Yep. So, anytime we went to the movie theaters, it was like, oh, shit. Like, we've been waiting mm-hmm. months for this. We've been watching the trailers, like, all of the little sneak peeks. So finally, we're like, oh, my God, it's here. Like, we're all going. Yeah. Like he said, it just felt like an event. Shouts out to the Fair Lake Cinema 5. 
<laughs> is it still called that? I think no. It went under for a while and they have new management. I don't know what they call it now. But yeah, like movies would stay there for like two months, three months, yep. because they'd only get they'd only get the big ticket items, the, the blockbusters, which little little therapy session happening right now or Sean's finishing his list. I'm now finding out about myself. That's probably why I like them so much. Yeah, because mm-hmm. those were the only movie going experiences I had growing up. Would you look at that? Yeah, look at. Wow. We found clarity on this. Up. Ow, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just found out something really sad about adolescent movie theaters. The one that I grew up with in my near my house in my area, Regal Cinemas, is closing. Sad. Mine too. It's very sad. I think it's a Regal also. Yeah. To give y'all hope, that happened to the Fair Lake Cinema 5. And I think it took like 10 years, maybe a little less, but they're back open now. So I feel like it'll probably open, but with another company. I feel like AMC yeah. will see AMC. or something. I saw a cool thing too. Rashawn, you got about 90 seconds. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Check this out. At the time of recording, Dungeons & Dragons just came out and it's doing really well. Dungeons & Dragons has given us the seventh weekend in a row with at least one new movie opening to over $20 million at the box office. We love to see it. New movies. And I don't think that means like non-sequels. I think it's just like this movie released this weekend and it made over $20 million. It's pretty exciting. That's fantastic. It's the longest streak since 2019, it said. So. No. Movies are back, baby. Just in time for the summer. Who wants to play a game? Wait. <laughs> a draft game. All right, y'all. It's time for the summer blockbuster movie draft. A few new categories this time around. A few the same. Categories are as follows. When you draft, you may draft them in any order per usual. But this time around, we are going to be drafting a director, a screenwriter, the star of the movie, the love interest in the movie, the villain of the movie, the setting, a musician. So I just use this as an example in the thread. Take, for example, Skyfall, classic James Bond blockbuster. The musician for that movie, of course, would be Adele. I need a musician for your blockbuster's big song. Whether it's a credit song in the middle of the movie, doesn't matter. And finally, the final set piece, the big moment at the end. Again, that could be a that could be a wedding, that could be a car chase, that could be like in Mission Impossible Fallout, a helicopter chase. I just need a big final set piece. Cool? Any questions about the categories? Mm-mm. Fantastic. Uh, Shouts out to random.org, randomizer, whatever the fuck. Not a sponsor yet. Yet. Sponsor us. The draft order is as follows. Josh, Sam, Rashawn, Lacey, Mel. Of course, we'll go in snake order. So once Mel hits, we'll go back. Snake, 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 snake. Yeah. Everyone good? Yes. Yes. Great. All right. Let's get this draft a poppin'. And it's me. <laughs> so <laughs> I am going to take my setting first round because my whole movie hinges on it. So I'm going to get that out of the way. For lack of a better, more succinct term, my setting is going to be Pirates. He's remaking the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Let's go. I'm not. Can you imagine that? 
Next up is Sam. Tis me. Okay, I am going to draft... Yeah, okay, I'll do it. I'll draft director, and I'm going to draft Christopher Nolan. Nice. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You, you almost had Lacey with that one. I'm already <laughs> intrigued. Yeah, right? In both of these films. <laughs> Number one Nolan stan of the podcast, Lacey. <laughs> Who knew? All right, Rashawn. What you got? Okie doke. Smoke. I'm going to follow suit with Sam and and director. You shouldn't. Why? Because I got what director I want. If you say it, I'm going to be mad. That's all. I think I know who you're going to take. But actually, now I don't. Because I don't know what pirates means, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Same. In terms of a setting. Same. That is the most creative setting I've ever heard. Just this movie pirates. is set on a pirate's head. <laughs> okay, setting is the seven seas. Is that better? I mean, yeah. I we're getting closer. <laughs> I, like, I didn't mean. I like just pirates. I, okay, <laughs> fine. I will clarify. How about I? Let me give you ass a little parenthesis, pirates. and then I'll I'll step in as as this my episode. It, I don't need a direct geographical setting. I should have explained that. I just need like. The vibe? The vibe. The, the aura the of the aura. Yeah. Setting okay. was a little too specific. So you can pull back from setting. Oh, I got very specific. Fantastic. <laughs> Fucking Des Moines, Iowa, 1989. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's my bad. I'll take the blame for that one. But setting, you don't have to be a specific geographical location for the whole movie. Obviously, it's a movie. It's going to take place in more than one. Okay. Anyway, what's your director? <laughs> my director is Ryan Coogler. Ooh. Nice. Okay. Okay. It's going to be That's heat. Good. It's me. Oh, wait. Sorry. It's Lacey. My bad. Carmela. I'm sorry. Don't start a draft this way. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking setting as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking the Wild Wild West. Ooh. Shoot him, partner. You got my attention, baby. <laughs> it's sequel time. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. That's <laughs> it's not that. No. Not that one. Hold the racism, por favor. <laughs> All right, Mel. It is not me. Um, I'm going to go with a final set piece. And I'm going to do a chase scene, but on foot Ooh. through a marketplace to get specific. Ooh. Okay. So on foot chase scene. Okay. Let's go. I like that. And I will do my director. And I'm doing Paul Feig. Damn. Okay. Okay. I'm starting to pick up what you're putting down a little bit. All right, Lacey, back to you. I was going to go director, but I'm pretty sure you're not going to take my director. (laughs) So now I feel like I should do something different. Are you? (laughs) I don't think this worked out well for you last time, friend. uh, Just take it. (laughs) Just take it if you want it. Go ahead and take it. Okay, I'm just going to take my director's Matthew Vaughn. That's a good choice. If it, if my setting wasn't the seven C's, <laughs> I maybe would have. All right, Sam. Isn't it Rashawn? Or Rashawn. I was just trying to give him some more time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> my screenwriter will be acclaimed playwright and Ryan Coogler collaborator. Dana Guerrera. Hey! Ooh. Yo! 
That also means Denai off the board for any acting roles, too. Just putting the pin to the pet. That's a little saucy what you just did there. Also, playwright? Playwright. Yeah. She wrote a fantastic play with Lupita Nyong'o, actually. That's fucking awesome. All right, Sam. I am going to also pick my screenwriter, and joining his brother Christopher Nolan will be Jonathan Nolan writing the script. That sounds about right. (laughs) Congrats, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I don't have to rush my director anymore, so I can move my big board around a little bit. That's kind of great. So I think I'm going to take I'm going to take the first actor. I'm going to take my villain. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So my villain is going to be Jason Momoa. Nice. Are you making a Fast and Furious movie? Because you got my vote, seen. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Fast Race and the Furious boats. with boats, bitch. <laughs> In classic blockbuster fashion, we now have a twist. So for round three, here's what's going to happen. Oh my God. What's up? What is happening? That's what it is. That's what it is, baby. Here's what's going to happen. I like this. For round three, just for this round, just for this round, up until we get to Mela, then we're back to normal. For this round, the person before you gets to decide what category you're drafting. This is bullshit. That's spicy. I like it. This is horror shit. So it's mine. So technically, Mela, you'd be before me. So Mela, you get to decide what category I'm drafting for this round. Let's go theme song musician. My musician? Mm-hmm. Give me a little bit of uh, Florence and the Machine. Ooh. Whoa. Mm-hmm. 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 I can okay. see that. All right, Sam. Mm-hmm. So you've done what? Your director, writer so far? Mm-hmm. Sam, what's your setting? I want to know. This is set in late 1930s London in the lead up to their involvement in World War II. That is hyper specific. (laughs) Yes, a setting. (laughs) That's on me. You know what? I got no one to blame but me. Got no one to blame but me. That's good, though. That's a good. I like that. Uh, I want, Rashawn, I want to know who your star is. Okay. Ooh. My star. Star is none other than Regina Hall. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, nice. Mm-hmm. Lacey, <clears throat> who is going to write your film? Thank you, because that's what I was going to do next. Ha! I figured. <laughs> Steven Summers. The Mummy? The Mummy, baby. Hell fucking the yeah. Mummy guy? <laughs> Another seek. Wait. No. Josh. <laughs> Leave me alone. I ran a 5K for you today. <laughs> and Lacey, what is Mel picking? Oh, Mel, yes. I want to know who your love interest is. My love interest Ooh. is Jarell Jerome. Oh. Why do I know the name? <sighs> he was in Moonlight. Oh, yeah, duh. The little cutie pie. So we're doing it again on this way back, or was it just for that? Just for that one. The twist has been revealed. Now we're back to normal. Okay, I would, 
I made a big deal out of it. That was kind of cute. Josh. Thank you. It was, just, it was fun and flirty. You know. <laughs> now we're back to normal. And so I'll choose my star. My star is going to be Jenna Ortega. She does need the work. She does. She's kind of <laughs> losing her lead a bit. Lacey? I'm going to take my villain. Um, and I'm going to take Miss Catherine Hahn. Let's go. Mm. Let's go, dude. Um, I... Uh, a bazinga. Let's go. Oh. Let's go. <laughs> what did I tell you, Mel? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Oh, Sam, no. pick the whitest person imaginable, please. Get out of my head. <laughs> oh, my God. Go. What is the category? I am going to choose your villain for you. Ah, <gasps> Sam. Your villain is going to be I'm so mad. None other than Disney Channel and American <gasps> songstress Miley Cyrus. This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking caught that shit so hard. I totally did. That's uh, <laughs> why I have like five different synopsis because I knew Sam was going to do that. <laughs> oh, I can't I was almost going to do your setting because I figured that would fuck you over more. But I thought it'd be nice. Oh my god, this is the worst. <laughs> oh my god, that was perfect. Oh my goodness. For- I forfeit. <laughs> no! No, you can make this work. This could work in your favor. No, I can't. I My villain was, was fucking great. Go. Wow, how oh, the turntables. Awesome. I'm going to choose the star of my film, and it will be Academy Award winner Michelle Yeoh. Okay. Tight, tight. My turn, yeah. I'll go star two then. I'm going to take my star, and I'm going to take Academy Award nominee, I think only, Saoirse Ronan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. It's a Hannah sequel, babe. I mean, no. a Hannah prequel, babe. What is it? Get over it. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. That's a blockbuster staple. <laughs> oh, I'm next. Let's do my screenwriter. My screenwriter is going to be a one, Ryan Johnson. Mm. What a curveball. So there's a murder mystery on a boat in the Caribbean. <laughs> he did The Last Jedi. He did Looper. <laughs> Relax. He's done action. I mean blockbusters. I'm not doing action. Uh huh. Sure. Too late. I'm gonna pick my love interest, and it will be Idris Elba. Did you already say your star, Sam? Yeah, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hold on. I see this. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> um. Well, god damn it. <laughs> You know what? Just like my Lord and Savior, I'm gonna turn water into wine, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna scooch my villain over to my love interest. We're gonna make this work, and I'm gonna choose Academy Award winner Halle Berry. Mm. Oh, so due to studio interference. The villain of your movie went from Halle Berry to Miley, to Miley Cyrus. <laughs> we, we're trying to reach every demographic. Right. So we're, we're going for Gen Z right now. Perfect. Yeah. 
and no better way to reach every demographic than a culture vulture. Cut that out. Um, <laughs> no, because it's going in my pitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Hi. Yes, my own. God, my head hurt. No, I no, I'm a, mm, ah, okay. I'll take my lead now. Oh wait, I don't have to. You all have your leads. Great. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'll do my final set piece. Is a runaway train. Ooh, come on, Wild um, West. Fuck yeah. I mean, actors are still on the board. Just a warning, Lacey. What? I mean, we have we took our leads, but we haven't taken all of. I can almost guarantee no one will have chosen these two people. <laughs> Except for me. Is <laughs> one of them uh, Gatton Mozart? Mo, Mo, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. The joke's dead. <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying. Dustin no. from Stranger Things. Wouldn't that be crazy? Was it the guy yeah. from Stranger Things? No. A bit off more than I can chew. Uh, Mel, it's your turn. Ah, uh, I am going to go with my writer. And I'm going to do a nice little pairing of Kristen Wiig. As the writer. As the writer. Ooh. That's fun. A lot of a lot of old teammates coming back to work work together in this year. It's summer, baby. Draft. Listen, that's a blockbuster for you. We gotta have name recognition. It's true. Absolutely. Fuck it, I'm gonna do my villain. Let's go. And I'm gonna choose the one and only Sofia Vergala. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. I got a guess as to what that relationship is. See? Clones. Clones? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's Nailed it. Nailed it. Don't even get in the elevator, <laughs> Mello. <laughs> I why yeah I'm just gonna be standing. Clones. Clones. One word. Clones. <laughs> the door's closed. <laughs> All right, Lacey. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with my theme song mm. artist, <laughs> and I'm going to take Brandy Carlisle. Oh, sweet. Pretty. Fuck yeah, dude. Hold on. Same. You should have interrupted Lacey. She's she's crafting a banger right now these are all very very good they really are <laughs> including yours Rashawn. shut the fuck up <laughs> it's crazy dude <laughs> listen it's not about the end goal it's about the climb <laughs> hey, hey yo <laughs> so good Damn. he's been waiting to use that sense he said my cyrus like, right. yeah i wrote it down <laughs> okay uh I'm going to take my artist on a soundtrack. And I'm going to take one Miss Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, <laughs> shit. Wow. Featuring Beyonce. Miley Cyrus. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, if you give me two artists. Miley Cyrus. All right, Sam. I am going to draft my villain, and it's going to be Reese Eifens. I thought you were going to say Witherspoon. I thought so too. Reese Witherspoon. 1939 England Reese Witherspoon, baby. Witherspoon. Oh, my head hurts, dude. Okay. Me twice? Mm hmm. Is that your last two? 
I got three. Oh, okay. In the final set piece, which none of y'all are taking, I can tell you that much. I'm going to go director. Why not? My director will be Gina Prince Bythewood. I was going to take it. I would have fucked you up. I had a backup. Shouts out to Denny. He can be producer. Um, And then let's do love interest. My love interest for this film will be Zazie Beats. I am so in <laughs> for this pirate movie <laughs> with Sersha and Zazie. Are you kidding me? I forgot it was about pirates. <laughs> That's the whole premise, Sam. And pirates. Demo. That's the setting, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to pick my uh, musician. It's going to be the Alabama Shakes. Ugh, period. <laughs> I really do not care for you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> How's that apply to your setting? It seems pointed, but I, I was <laughs> a little bit. Also, they're not together anymore. So. <gasps> you know, specifically, I don't Ernie have no Howard. power, but <laughs> oh, they're getting back together for this. The, that's the big pull of everything. All right, Rashawn. Oh, it's me. Yeah. Uh, my final set piece is an alleyway knife fight. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm just picturing Miley Cyrus holding a little knife. Just like a little retractable one. Why is you, know? <laughs> you don't know what cool glare can get out of her, okay? Yeah, it's actually though, that might be that's the big redemption or not redemption. That's the big look she can act now, you know? This is Miley's mm-hmm. A Star is Born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With her little knife. <laughs> the title of the film, A Little Knife. Um, I'm going to take my lead. Yeah. My lead is going to be one Miss Melanie Linsky. That's fucking. But of course. In the Wild West? Oh my God. Bricked up. These are my last two. Yeah, take us home. We'll start to take us home. So my setting is in Mexico in 2008. Fantastic. And my theme song musician is Bad Bunny. Damn. Yeah. 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 Wait, was he yeah. recording in 2008? The timeline doesn't make sense. Um, in my heart. <laughs> it's set in 2008. It's not being made in 2008. You never know. Her. Her. Clones, he said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is my last one. My listeners, um, for everyone voting, I, it is very important to me that once I announce this love interest, you look up an interview that Melanie Linsky gave about this actor. I don't know if giving them um, homework is a great idea. I don't know if this is in the rules. No, I just, it just, I will explain it too. You don't have time. Save it for the elevator. Mm. It's not in the elevator pitch. This is for the listeners. Judge. The love interest is going to be Mr. Paul Giamatti. I don't think we need any extra homework there. I think Paul Giamatti is Paul Giamatti. She she was in a she was in a movie seconds. with him yeah, and and she Whoa. was in a movie with him and ah. the director had to separate them because they had too much chemistry. 
they had too much romantic chemistry. Paul Giamatti? <laughs> <laughs> Don't so she wants to do relax. <laughs> so she relax. Wants to, she wants to do a romantic movie with him. Hey, I, I, you, your 10 seconds is up. The star of Sideways? <laughs> <laughs> what the... All right, uh, Rashawn, last one. Yo. What's your setting with all this? My movie is simply set in Brooklyn. Mm. Period. I like it. Period. Okay, my final set piece is an epic fight scene on top of Big Ben. Mm. Does Big Ben have a top? I thought it was a point. It's like right in the in the face of the clock. <laughs> yeah, just in the, the the rim of the clock. Take it easy, hunchback. You know what I mean? Who did that? What movie did that? That's Paris, bitch. <laughs> it's there's, dinging. They're, they're dodging the hands of the clock. No, there's something else. Peter Pan and the Great Mouse Detective. Whatever. Uh, my final set piece to take us home is a sword fight on a burning pirate ship. Let's do our posters now. Now that we're all set, it's my draft. We're going to start with our posters. I'm going to end with our elevator pitches. I'll go first. Okay. I haven't thought about it. Don't really care. My poster is going to be Saoirse Ronan from back at a shoreline and off in the distance, almost on the horizon at dusk, is a burning pirate ship, almost fully engulfed. You can still tell it's a pirate ship. You can still, it's still intact, but it's engulfed in flames. It's dusk. And it's just Saoirse Ronan from the back on, at a shoreline. Mm-hmm. Moody. Mm. Uh, Sam? I like Remember, it. Remember, no, no, I would like no titles yet. Right. Okay. So my movie poster, you have Michelle Yeoh from like waist up on the left-hand side. But she's doing one of those like kind of kind of like half-turn things. Over the shoulder. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like looking off yeah. like serious and then on the other half we have Idris Elba who's sitting on a chair and he's got his his hands laced like this and he's just oh, looking like up. he's like his body is down like at a 45 degree angle yes yeah. yes that's it separating them right in the middle it's Big Ben oh as always oh as always <laughs> bottom says coming <laughs> 2024. Okay. How's, that's not the title. This <laughs> is not the title. Uh, Rashawn? Yes. So we have two side profiles. We have Miley in the lower corner, mm-hmm. and then we have a profile of <laughs> Regina Hall. Um, they're both looking in opposite directions with hoods over their head, hoodies. Um, facing opposite directions and they're kind of <laughs> and they're kind of um <laughs> and they're kind of in uh transparent so they're kind of crisscrossing with each other and mm. then behind them is the New York skyline. Ooh, also kind of moody. Mm. These are tight. These are tight. Mm. If we were doing a real summer blockbuster uh, episode, the posters would just be the floating heads of each of our stars. All right. Boo, you're up. Um, okay, so my poster is gonna be like in the the whole thing is like shades of like midnight blue and blacks, and up in the upper right hand corner, Catherine Hahn is 
faced away from the camera, but she's turning over and looking at the camera over her shoulder and Fuck smirking yeah. with a big black cowboy hat on. And her hair is trailing out and her hair transforms into a black train that is coming towards the front of yes. the poster. And in the spotlight of the train, uh, Paul Giamatti and Melanie Linsky are standing over a table in the glow and like a yellow glow looking up straight out of the poster together. Yes. Catherine Hahn in a cowboy hat has got me feeling some kind of way. Let me tell you. <laughs> Same. All right, Mel, what's your poster look like? So we are completely reenacting the poster of the Mexican. So <laughs> listeners, if you've ever <laughs> seen it, know about it, Google it right now. So if you've never seen it, I'll, I'll describe it. It has Brad Pitt and Julia Roberts sitting on like a ledge of maybe a storefront looking off and they're looking at each other laughing and like being romantic but in this version we're gonna have Jarell jerome and um jenna looking like directly at the camera in like fear and there's gonna be a backpack that's open with a key fallen out um and then in the foreground not the foreground in the background behind them you're gonna have like a bunch of cops like chasing them Ooh. Beautiful. All right, y'all. You have your poster in hand, your mock-up in hand. You have your idea in your head. It's time to get on that elevator. Um, I'm going to give you 30 seconds. If- 30? That's usually what we it. Before? I thought it was 30. I thought it was 45. You better talk away. Oh. Rashawn, can you confirm? What, did we do 30 or 45? I thought it was been 30. We did 30. 30. Oh, Lacey, okay. You got, you got Lacey. You got approximately just me a minute and a half to start dreaming. <laughs> so I'll say this. I'll say this. Do your spiel. If you don't get your spiel out in time, I do have a timer next to me. Um, I will give you the bonus time to say the title of your movie. Ideally, you say it in your spiel. But if the timer hits, I will still allow you to say your title at the end of the timer. Okay. Okay. Ready? I believe it's me first. In 1720, real-life, world-renowned pirate Anne Bonny evaded her captivity and death and disappeared, never to be heard from again. This is the untold story of her life after that day. While attempting to lead a quiet, anonymous life, Anne Bonny is forced back to the Seven Seas by a sworn enemy out for revenge. Starting over again with a new identity, she must quickly climb the ranks and once again become the infamous pirate queen... This is the Lost Tales of Anne Bonny. Mm. Mm. Let's go. Just in time. Period. I want this literally more than anything. That is Anne Bonny is a real pirate who disappeared. She was set to be hanged and she said she was pregnant and they let her go and she just disappeared. And she's still roaming the seven seas. Today. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You ready? Ready, Sam? I'll start the timer whenever you start speaking. Okay, uh, here we go. <laughs> it's timer started. No, I'm just kidding. No, not yet. Not yet. I'm not ready. <laughs> I choked. <laughs> okay, I'm ready now. And... Michelle Yeoh plays Adrian, the wife of a top British statesman uh, killed for giving information to the Germans, thinking that she too has been trading secrets. They are now after her. So she's taken into hiding by her husband's bodyguard, Idris Elba, as they are being hunted by a Nazi exterminator, Reese Siphons. 
He thinks she also knows too much, but she successfully defends her innocence and uncovers an assassination attempt against a queen that the prime minister decides to add her to the force, dubbing her 001, the real first James Bond. Oh, God save the queen. (laughs) Oh, shit. Mm, Okay. That was pretty heat. (laughs) I was wondering where it was going. I got a little nervous for you in the middle there. Sorry, I interrupted your elevator pitch. I just got very excited. It looks like you got greenlit. But not more greenlit than me. Vote for me. All right. <laughs> Rashawn. Rashawn, are you ready? Yes. No. All right. You know, I'm going to give you 31 seconds. Wow. Thanks. All right, whenever you're ready. A reformed assassin has one New York night to reclaim the streets of Brooklyn from the gentrified state it's in from an influencer and her army of scarf-wearing Starbucks-loving assassins. With the love of her life by her side, can she survive the night? Regina Hall and Halle Berry and Miley Cyrus star in 718 BKNY. Yo! I like it. Call him Rumpelstiltskin because he's spinning gold, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Come on, mountain out of a molehill. Let's get going. All right, Lisa, are you ready? Right? He tried. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Tombstone, Arizona is a seemingly small town with no more than a brothel, a bank run by the modest Virgil Wyatt, played by Paul Giamatti, and a quaint library maintained by our hero, Clarabelle Justice, played by Melanie Linsky. But things all change with the overnight arrival of the conniving Clementine Boone, played by Catherine Hahn, who produces a document that appears to be a deed to the city and grants her ownership over everything in a 50-mile radius. Clarabelle and Virgil must work together to protect the town's hidden treasures from Clementine's greedy fingers. This is the Midnight Train. Come on, just in time. <gasps> you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Whenever you're ready, go ahead. From the team that brought you Bridesmaids comes the action comedy of two teenagers who are sent across the border for what seems like a simple after-school errand of returning her great-grandfather's shop key that turns into a wild goose chase with the Mexican cartel. Coming to theater this summer is On the Border. With time to spare. That with sounds time so to spare. great. Oh my you God. guys, why don't we make movies? <laughs> I don't know. We <laughs> should make movies. All right, listeners, you know the drill. Go to our Instagram. Go to our Twitter. Cast your vote. Uh, you will have one week from now to decide the winner of our summer blockbuster movie draft. Good job, everybody. I think I'd see all these movies. Yeah, I actually fully would. I would totally I would see absolutely see them all. All right. Any last comments, questions, concerns from the peanut gallery? <laughs> Vote for me. Uh, look up that interview so it makes more sense. Respect for Miley Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because Melan- the way Melanie Linsky as a New Zealander says chemistry is really Kiwi great. action. Mel, how do Kiwis pronounce, uh, or how do they sound when they say chemistry? Camelstray. <laughs> <laughs> just like Forrest Gump. No, no, just no, no, it's dude. 
And that's it for this week's episode of When Cinephiles <laughs> Attack. As always, we'd love if you took a moment and liked, subscribed, and rated us on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out with the algorithm a ton. You can find this and all of our episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at CinephileAttack. That's where you can cast your vote. And if you have a suggestion for a new episode or you just want to show us some love, email us at whencinephilesattack at gmail.com. From Josh, Mella, Lacey, Rashawn, and Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Go vote. (laughs) Fucking or else. Bye.